Hi team, welcome to the Kindness, Curiosity and Comfortable Shoes podcast. My name is James McFetridge and this is an ongoing toolkit for all healthcare staff. Whether you are a porter or a paediatrician, a domestic or a driver, clinical or non-clinical, just starting or just finishing your work in healthcare, this podcast aims to give you some useful thoughts about working for this amazing business to get you through your day. Thank you so much for listening. I hope these thoughts are useful and the podcast is fulfilling its purpose as a toolkit for all healthcare workers. So before we start, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, please tell other people, tell your co-workers, share what you like about it. Go on, put it in your work WhatsApp group. Go on, do it now, then it's done. And feel free to follow at JMAC Education on Facebook, X. Instagram, LinkedIn, threads, whatever your social media preference is, and you'll get more information related to the podcasts and other JMAC education updates. Thank you. When this episode goes out, it will be February half term for those listeners in the UK. And I thought it'd be interesting to think about the importance of taking some leave in this little mini holiday, certainly for uh, school children. Um, And taking that leave, some time away from work is really important. And whether that time is forced on you by your rotor, if you're working a fixed pattern, or whether you have complete control of whether when you have time off, or whether you refer to it as your off-duty. I don't, What is that all about? I don't know if that's just peculiar to NHS nursing. Uh, back in the day when there used to be the off-duty book that only shows you when you're actually on duty, uh, that is uh, something that is completely unfathomable to me. But whatever you refer to it, that time away from work is very very important but often we don't look after ourselves we don't think of it as being important for ourselves because sometimes life just gets in the way you may have some rotated time off but you've got an exam coming up so you're actually still going to be working uh, when you are studying at home for the upcoming exam you may want a two-week holiday in the summer but by putting two weeks together suddenly you end up with a long stretch of work before and after afterwards so you're undoing any good from having that length of time off or maybe you plan some time off but financially you end up picking up extra shifts during that time so it's not actually time off and away from work and that is really really common I found one survey of healthcare workers in England and Wales showing that over 50% of people have worked overtime in the past month before they were surveyed. Uh, And that's just paid overtime. Think about all the overtime you do that you're probably not paid for, that free extra work that we give because we're passionate about giving good quality healthcare. It's crazy, isn't it? And I know everyone is different 
about your approach to time away from work, but we do know that it is vital to give yourself that bit of downtime, just giving your mind a rest. If you've got a very physical job, you may need physical rest. Think of our colleagues in operating theatres, you're often standing on your feet all day. Similarly, if you are doing long ward rounds or in the emergency department, you're on your feet, that can be physically tiring. And also don't forget, when we have time away from work, it gives our friends and family a rest from when we need to offload and talk about work as well. And it makes sense, we'll probably be a better person inside and definitely outside of work because of having some time away from work. And there is, funnily enough, good quality evidence for regular annual leave. It's more than just getting a bit of rest and uh, re-energising. And if we take regular annual leave, then it will definitely reduce the level of burnout in a population, especially in healthcare workers. And again, a study I found looking at people with burnout, nearly a third of them consistently worked long hours or weekends or antisocial shifts. So there's definitely that connection between burnout and working the kind of hours that are very common in healthcare. And yet we can reduce that potential for burnout by just making sure we are using the annual annual leave that we are entitled to. There's also lots of different studies and uh, commentaries demonstrating the positive effects on worker productivity, on morale of your workforce, on job satisfaction. And interestingly, I didn't uh, fully appreciate this, but looking into some things because of the uh, podcast that those of you who are in the US that paid leave isn't mandated by the US government, um, uh, which is incredible, really, because we know that just by having paid leave, your risk of absenteeism, sick leave, mental health problems are all reduced just by having access to that paid leave. And there's an article that I will leave you to read in your own time if you're interested, and I'll put a link to it in the show notes. It's uh, by a journalist who I've quoted from before, Caroline Castrion, from Forbes magazine, uh, just entitled Why Taking Vacation Time Could Save Your Life. There's some really interesting facts in there and some hints and tips. And thinking about that time for annual leave, it doesn't even need to be annual leave, just having something nice to look forward to. It doesn't need to be a block of days of not working. I worked with one person, I remember him saying that every seven weeks he would have some time off. Maybe that may just be a weekend away or weekend at home with nothing else planned. Uh, And clearly sometimes it would be uh, a holiday and some time away. And the thing about seven weeks is that was the length of time he felt he could manage that when he had come back from some time away, he would think seven weeks, yeah, I can do seven weeks. I can look forward to something happening in seven weeks. And it kind of fits, doesn't it, with uh, school uh, length of uh, terms and half terms that uh, those sort of six to eight week blocks of work, we get tired at the end of that period of time if we don't have some uh, time away. 
And it can just be something fairly simple, just time at home catching up on movies. It doesn't need to be expensive, a whole week of duvet days, uh, something as simple as that through to what may be the holiday of a lifetime. And if you haven't got a block of time off, maybe just looking forward to a night out, going to the cinema or the theatre, some time catching up with uh, friends, going out for a coffee, just knowing that's a day that you're going to go for a walk and uh, get some exercise, get some fresh air. Just having something on the horizon that is important to you that you will look forward to that will keep you going. And we know that clearly financial times are very interesting at the moment and there will be times where we could be not working but we sign up for extra work. We all get guilted into or we feel it's part of our role that we are doing that or maybe as I say we are doing it for financial reasons. It's really nice to attach a purpose to those extra shifts that you sign up for. I remember when we were saving up to go to Disney as a family and put in a few extra shifts to be able to pay for it but in my mind they weren't extra shifts they were Disney shifts. I was doing it to be able to spend some time with my family in Disney and it just made the extra work a tiny little bit more bearable. So I hope you have got something on the horizon to look forward to, especially if you're in a run of difficult uh, shifts, difficult uh, period of time at work. And if that's something to look forward to is a few days of uh, leave, that's great. But even if it's not, even if it's just a day or two of not being at work, what are you planning for then? What are you looking forward to in the next few weeks that will be a shining light to aim towards while you are grafting away uh, on a difficult day in your work in healthcare? Thank you for listening today. There are links in the show notes for information that I've referred to in the show. And if you enjoyed the show and want to help the podcast grow and expand, then please support me and the show and head to buymeacoffee.com slash jmaceducation. That's buymeacoffee, all one word, dot com slash jmaceducation and support the podcast there. Or if you're listening on the podcast website at kccpodcast.buzzsprout.com, click on the heart on the top right of the page or click on the support the show link in the show notes. It's also really helpful for me if you rate, review, like, follow, share, subscribe, whatever's appropriate on whichever platform you're listening on. Again, it really does help grow the show. Thank you. So please take care of yourselves out there. You are doing a great job. And remember, be kind, be curious, and don't forget your comfortable shoes. Thank you to Shakina Studio for the music downloaded through Audio Jungle. Thank you to Beth for the artwork and the photo produced through Canva. And thank you to Buzzsprout for hosting the podcast. The Kindness, Curiosity and Comfortable Shoes podcast is a JMAC Education production. <laughs>